welcome to Shading the Culture. I am Sophia. And I'm Joe. And unfortunately, Navarlene was unable to join us today. Girl, we hope you're feeling better. Recover yes. quickly. We yes, miss you. Yes, girl. Yes. You know how much I believe in take care of yourself. Yes. And whatnot. Anyways, girl, how you doing today? Oh, Lord. Listen. I feel like this week or last week, whatever week that was, the first Mm -hmm. week going back to work, you know, the first Mm -hmm. full week where everybody was back to work was rough. (laughs) Rough? Girl, did you also feel like it was extra long? Yes, actually. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, me too. Me too. Because like, so, you know, um, it like the first official week back to work was also the first official week for school mm-hmm. and however the kids um in Duval County didn't start on Monday they started on Tuesday but tell me how like at one point I woke up and it was still Wednesday like it was still <laughs> Wednesday and I was so confused as to how when it felt like we'd just gone through seven days like why is it still Wednesday yeah I had the same thing because on mm-hmm. Wednesday I was thinking wow I mean the day must be over, but it was 10 o'clock <laughs> in the morning. Yes. It was still yes. 10 o'clock in the morning. Yes, girl. I couldn't believe I am, it. I am praying and hoping that this week feels different, that it just is like a speedy week. Like one of those weeks where you're like, wait, it's Friday already? Dress down day. <laughs> yeah. Know, like, that's what I need. That's well, what I need. And there is a holiday coming up, right? So that yes, might help yes. a little bit. Yes, yes. Oh, and I get to see you guys soon. So yes, that's, that's gonna be exciting. Fun. That's I'm gonna so be excited fun. for that. Yeah, me too. Well, girl, let's me get too. into it. Cause okay, all right, all right, Woo. all right. Okay. So you know, so much our home girl. Navi not here today. I will be, you know, spewing the foolishness um, that has gone on <laughs> um, <laughs> today. Oh, so wait. I, no, girl. Let's start with the excellence. You start with the excellence and then we'll get into the foolishness. Okay. All right. So the excellence today is no one in particular, although like I will highlight like a specific person, but um, the excellence has to do with our shaking my head segment because Obviously, there are a lot of people who have been coming for the edges of people who were just sitting, having a good time, right? <laughs> and because um, clearly, and I mean, as someone who's had my edges come for, for multiple times by, I'm not even going to call out any names or point any elbows. Um, mm-hmm. I too understand <laughs> what it feels like to just be living your regular schmegular life, doing your own thing. And then all of a sudden you start hearing people saying things about you and you're like, excuse me, check your GPS reroutes because no one asked you to come in this direction at all. Okay. But anyways, so um, this is for all the, but what I will say though, is that there were a lot of people who were coming to the defense of these people. So um, Lizzo, I'm going to start with hers because like the people defending her, I'm a little bit shaky about them, but I do respect um, people defending someone, right? Mm -hmm. And then also um, all the people who defended Blue Ivy because like literally don't come for children. Don't come for them. Don't come for people who cannot defend themselves. Stop. Mm. 
that's all I have to say on that. And then um, someone came for Ari Lennox. I'm pretty sure I'm probably saying her name wrong, but um, Ari Lennox and Tiana Taylor. And so all, so my excellence is the kudos that goes out to all of those people who came to their defense. And, um, you know, like, I think the real on the real they defended them. Um, I think Blue Ivy or maybe no, sorry, Ari Lennox and uh, Tiana Taylor and Whoopi Goldberg also defended Lizzo. I don't agree with her statements, but I do support, you know, black women and women of color coming to the defense of other women of color. So mm, this, preach. that is our excellence for this week, Sophia. Don't comment on me how I said excellence. Thank you. Girl, listen, at this point, I have given up. (laughs) Speak like a normal person, okay? Like, I'm exhausted. Girl, me too. I have a full time job, and it does not include coming for your edges all the time. Oh, but it doesn't stop you, though, because you be doing overtime coming for my edges. Girl, listen, (laughs) sometimes, you know, you got to do a little part time job, you know, just a little (laughs) something, something. Um, Okay. So, what happened with Lizzo? What was that situation? So, um, I don't know if you're familiar with, well, I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone's pretty much like uh, familiar with Jillian Michaels. She's the workout video person, you know. Oh, um, yeah. She she does the um, biggest loser. She's the trainer. Yes, which I had no idea she did the biggest loser. I actually have a video for her. Um, So, she actually um so I so okay I think the the host right um Alex Berg so I think there's two hosts um Mm -hmm. the host Alex Berg talked about Lizzo's body positive positivity movement and Jillian Mm -hmm. Michaels said why are we celebrating her body why does it matter why aren't we celebrating her music because it isn't going to be awesome if she gets diabetes And then she goes on to say, I love her music. My kids love her music, but there's never a moment where I'm like, and I'm so glad that she's overweight. Mm. Girl, you know, uh, what you think? Oh, so people clearly came for her for that because. Um, Yes, this was when she was um, on the, on the view and, um, and then like, actually, let me just finish saying everything she said. So she goes, she is who she. Um, oh, sorry. No, no, no. My bad. Um, like, well, I was going to say like Whoopi Goldberg defended her on the view. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. But, but anyways, yes. Yeah, so what, what are your thoughts, I guess, on what Jillian Michaels said? I mean, okay. So here's the thing. I'm also for body positivity and I love when women can feel comfortable in their own skin, plus size, skinny, whatever. Whatever journey you're on with your body, I love when you can feel comfortable in it because it's taken me a while to get comfortable in my body. So obviously Lizzo is in a time in her life where, you know, she's letting it bear quite literally. Mm. Um, And she's enjoying her body journey. However, to Jillian's point... It's fine to celebrate your your journey with your body. However, I don't think it's ever okay to like promote unhealthiness. And I don't think that's what Lizzo's doing. Mm-hmm. But Jillian Michaels is pointing out to that 
at this point, like, people are turning body positivity into, like, celebrating the fact that, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, she has an unhealthy body. Yeah. So and- I don't know. I don't know. I'm, like, on the fence because I, I, I love the idea of body positivity. But at the same time, I also recognize that sometimes that turns into us glorifying bad body types or like unhealthy body images Mm -hmm. um okay so do you ever feel like we're in a new era now where people don't like to hear the truth girl listen (laughs) have we ever been in an era where people like to hear the truth well so i'm still waiting because so my thing is like you know of course like i support and i agree what you're saying and i um like it's the thing is like I enjoy Lizzo and you know that like I am definitely one because you know I enjoy her song Truth Hurts (laughs) how funny Truth Hurts um (laughs) (laughs) but at the same time too though I um it's okay so I just feel like as a black people it's kind of well you already said it because hello like your sister is in medical school and she was telling you about how like as a black race in general we tend to be more predisposed to literally everything Girl, everything everything, everything every there. disease out there in the world black people are all like almost everything we're predisposed to and it affects us the worst right and so I think that you know yes you know like I think everyone should feel comfortable at whatever stage they are in that Mm -hmm. journey. However, I don't think you should be so comfortable that wherever you are, you celebrate it to the point where you're not trying to be the healthiest version of yourself. Do you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And the thing is that when you are overweight, because, and this is me, I know like a lot of people don't think I'm overweight, but according to the BMI and whatnot, I am definitely obese and overweight. Like, according to that, like you, it it heightens your risk for a lot of things. For a lot, a lot of things. We can appreciate Lizzo's talent and her music without, you know, just, because I'm like, it's like people don't want to hear a reason anymore. However... Where I think I can come for Jillian Michaels is that girl did not ask you her your opinion. Like she did not. Like <laughs> you don't know her. You don't know her, which means that what you're saying probably doesn't carry any weight at all. Uh-huh. And it literally, and I think sometimes like if when you don't know someone and you say something about them, it comes off like an attack, <laughs> right? So like for instance, mm. Sophia, you telling me like, hey girl, you might need to work out is completely different than someone at my job telling me like, hey girl, you need to work out because it's like, Heifer, I don't know you. I don't know you. Don't I see that. Life. Like, you know what I mean? But yeah. anyways, let's keep going because, you know, we could stay on this topic forever. So the girl. next one and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> because all of this leads, of course, into like our topic is um so... <clears throat> Another person who was minding their business this week, but yet Mm -hmm. still someone came for their edges. Meg the Stallion, I guess, saw they, I don't know, like rich people all get together at whatever events they get together in. Um, She was with uh, Beyonce and Blue Ivy. And Blue Mm -hmm. Ivy, girl, you know, she had had that Dominican blowout. That girl's hair is longer than mine, Mm. than my hair has ever been. Anyways. Girl, so, everybody's hair is longer than yours. So like, that's not saying much. 
you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and keep going because I don't have time for your shenanigans. Um, but Meg Thee Stallion, of course, you know, because she met the the legend, as some people acknowledge Beyonce as. Um, the who? The the legend, the, the queen of some people's lives. Listen, I don't think that word means what you think it means if you're using it in that context. Charlotte, please, let me get my news out. Eh? So Meg Thee Stallion... <laughs> Uh, you know, feeling all of this energy posted these photos. And um, a vanity... Of her Beyonce and, and Blue Ivy. Blue Ivy. And it was okay. a black and white. And um, a Vanity Fair film critic, and I'm getting my information from today.com, uh, Kay Austin Collins wrote, I have a feeling the Jay-Z face jeans are about to really hit Blue Ivy. And I feel so sorry for her. Oh. Yeah, girl. And then... Um, well, hold on, hold a, on, hold a, on. A grown man? Hold, hold on, hold on. I'm not done. I'm not done. Because he wasn't oh, the there's only person. More. There's more. Violet L- L- Luca, a web editor for Harper's, replied to the tweet that he wrote saying, they haven't already. And oh. then she goes on. Oh, it's not done. It's not done. Or she'll just get plastic surgery at 16, a la Kylie Jenna, and we'll all have to pretend that she always looked that way. I can't allow myself to feel sorry for the incredibly rich. Oh, wow. Yes, yes. That's wrong. Yes, yes. That's wrong. On like so many levels, not even the fact that, you know, you just came for a child, you're an adult Mm -hmm. that is like speaking so terribly rude about somebody's child, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, you know, the thing is like, what I will say, though, is that I think that in a way, um, I can't remember what TV show that I was watching where it talked about. So, well, actually like just going and I don't have like my sources to cite this, but you know, like I did my internship at the Dolores Bar Weaver Policy Center and they have this See the Girl Summit that they have. And this one mm-hmm. speaker who came to speak the year that I was there, I want to say that that was probably 2017, the keynote speaker, she said that they de- did a research And in the research, it showed that people were more likely to ascribe innocence to white children than black children. Oh, wow. Right. And if you think about it, though, like if you think about the energy, like even within the like the black community and whatnot kind of situation, there are times that Mm -hmm. you hear like you'll be seeing like a like a nine like a nine year old, 10 year old. And they're already saying like, oh, you know, she grown right or you know like just like do you know what I mean like the energy doesn't allow right black children to just be children because I'm like it's true the way they're talking about this girl you would think that they're squaring up with someone who's on their level like you know right. like because I'm like if they said these things about Beyonce I'm like you I mean you know obviously they wouldn't but um, uh because the beehive would come destroy them but girl uh I want you to know that the beehive still came for them there was no shortage of people there was no shortage of people that were coming for these people and of course they did their little oh we apologize and um they don't Um, even know no because i find that disturbing on so many levels one you're a, a whole grown man okay 
Mm-hmm. And for your job, you he was, what, a film critic? Mm-hmm. Blue Ivy is not a film. She's not a film. She's a whole human being. It's, yeah, I don't, girl, listen. And, I like, get, so... the other lady, I get that, you know, like, the Kylie Jenner thing, yes. We all know she has plastic surgery. She has the money for it. I'm of the mind that, listen, if you don't like something about your body and you can do something to help yourself get comfortable with your body, do it. Okay? I'm not saying everybody should go out and spend coins they don't have on plastic surgery. Don't come for me. Um, (laughs) But if you can, do what you can to make yourself feel comfortable with your body. If you want to lose weight, lose weight to get comfortable. If you want to have a little nip and tuck here and there, go for it. Um, so I don't, I get what that person was trying to say is that like at 16, probably no 16 year old should be having plastic surgery because who knows, you might, you might grow into your body or like that thing you don't like might change over time as you mature as an adult. But to just disrespect somebody's child by, and also, you know what they're doing, right? They're calling Jay-Z ugly, which Okay, we'll just I may or may not disagree. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm like, but here's the thing. If you want to say that Jay-Z is unattractive, say that. Don't come for his children. Say that, yeah. Don't come for his children. Which, by the way, I just want to also include, include, just in case you were wondering, the guy who wrote the first tweet is a Black man. Oh. And the woman who supported him is a white woman, which dynamics here, dynamics. Anyways, girl... We're going to move on to the next and last one. So um, I don't know if you know Ari Lennox. Because I've that? heard of her. She's a, she's a singer. You know, her and um, her and Beyonce, not Beyonce, my bad. Her and Tiana Taylor actually had, um, they were also like in the news as well. Because I'm trying to actually figure out the... Um, like he so basically this one man talked said that Ari Lennox and Tiana Taylor managed to have sex appeal even if they look like Rottweilers oh lord listen I'm for a good read every now and then but Comparing people to animals is, I think, is always crossing the line. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me let me actually read verbatim. Ari Lennox and Tiana Taylor's ability to have dangerously high sex appeal while simultaneously looking like Rottweilers will always amaze me. <sighs> Jesus, take the wheel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was the son of the black man? Um, well, this one just says troll that's all that i can see that this person has been identified as <sighs> but my thing like i again, can't with people two, these are two people who were yet again minding their business i feel like as a celebrity like some of these things you just have to just brush mm-hmm. off your shoulder and not even pay attention to because you know there are tons of trolls out there just wanting maybe like their 15 seconds of fame or just 
being rude just to be rude, you know, or hating just because they're not where you are in life. Yeah, but my thing is, like, you know, these celebrities also have feelings, too. And, like, I can't imagine, and I know, like, it comes with the territory, but, like, at the Mm -hmm. same time, I feel like, you know, because, like, I'm, like, for us, like, obviously, like, that, like, the average person, it's, like, maybe once in a while someone actually outright says something to you to your face that like hurts your feelings you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying yeah but like it's easier to brush that off but then I'm like when because like I can't imagine like you know because like I'm like there are people who are doubling down supporting what this person says or you know like now Twitter you could just retweet so like it's you do you know what I mean because even um I saw that Twitter uh not Twitter what's her name uh Lizzo has left Twitter because she can't handle the trolls but I'm like I guess like it does like come with the territory and I hope like all of them are doing what they need to do in order to take care of themselves because yeah like girl listen it's a lot it's a lot first of all people need to just mind their own business like just if someone is attractive to someone let them be just because you're not attracted to that person does not mean that there's something wrong with the point someone having sex appeal for someone boy bye yeah you know, so I was um so I told um Rob about this and he actually said that like it's not that they just have um the model figures like do you know what I mean like how models like maybe like what you like it doesn't transition well to like what you think is conventionally attractive like in uh-huh. regular but then when they take pictures you see them and you're just like like do you know what I mean like it's so like they're still attractive it's just not I guess like what do you like I mean because girl like they're not conventional pretty yeah but they're still pretty if that makes Mm -hmm. any sense right I'm like girl these people who are saying these things you you're jealous yeah of course right because like Tiana Taylor Ari Lennox obviously beautiful Lizzo and um Blue Ivy endless supply of money like you're mad because like the thing is like even for you to be able to say like oh when she turns 16 she's gonna have girl you mad because she can afford to do whatever she yeah at least she can afford it when she turns 16 <laughs> yeah like I remember that whole um funny thing where um Blue Ivy was bidding against um Tyler Perry yeah girl, you're mad because you can't bid against Tyler Perry mm. you're mad because you didn't have the invite that's you're not on is. her level she's not even checking for you girl she's she probably what, didn't even she probably old? is not even aware that this happened but you yeah. know what when she turns 16 i hope she comes to your edges listen the girl is eight years like, old and will have more money than any of those people who are trying to come for her girl any of those people including us yeah, um, yeah that's true <laughs> you're right girl. <laughs> so anyways i think that these um topics obviously is like a beautiful segue to our topic of discussion today drum roll please beauty standards (laughs) so i feel like that's so heavy right like it it sounds heavy it is well i mean well because it not just sounds it is heavy and I think Mm. like also um well being women in general I think that that's particularly like um a complex a complex topic but also being black women and actually both Mm. of us on here we're dark-skinned yeah or dark-skinned women 
it gets more complicated and more complex for us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. girl, what is your definition of beauty? Um, my definition of beauty, as basic as this sounds, um, there's a lot of it that has to do with like your internal, like internal beauty, mm-hmm. right? Because I think for me, like nothing looks as beautiful as a woman who's confident in herself. Mm right yes and I think like a lot of people because you know like a lot of people want to get caught up on size and like what your face looks like and all of this stuff but I'm like if you know how to dress yourself Mm -hmm. sis you're going to be Ariascata okay (laughs) You, you know like so to me like I think like beauty is confidence um I feel like my definition of beauty has definitely changed over the years. I think the more I, the older I get, you know, and the more mature, hopefully I'm getting, um, the better I understand what beauty is to me. When I was younger and a teenager, I certainly thought beauty was the high school cheerleader, right? With the the short skirt, the pom poms, mm-hmm. the flowing blonde hair, and the makeup—you know—that mm-hmm. was kind of what I thought beauty was. And so, I tried really hard to fit into that, and was, of course, I was never able to fit into that. One, I wasn't white. Two, <laughs> <laughs> never like I—I I think I maybe came out of the womb a size ten, so there was never—it's <laughs> never going to be a size two. Or zero. Not uh-huh. sure I was trying. Mm-hmm. Um, and three, that just was not a realistic standard for me to aspire to. But I think probably after, I don't know, maybe when undergrad, mm-hmm. when I came back from serving a mission, I think that's when I started to get really comfortable in my skin and exploring what beauty is for me. Mm-hmm. And to me, like what you've said, it is about confidence, but I also think it's about comfort. Um, being comfortable, like being comfortable in your skin and owning your body, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And being able to be comfortable talking about your body. I hated my my body when I was younger and it was because I was even afraid to like talk about different body parts you know Mm -hmm. my mom would always say oh you know you should wear more shorts because you have these long beautiful legs and it looks good when you wear shorts but I was I would get like so angry and mad that she was even talking about my legs because I was uncomfortable with the rest of my body. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So I think for me, beauty beyond confidence is being comfortable enough to own every single inch of your body. Mm -hmm. So, so with everything that you're saying, I'm like trying to think of how my definition of beauty has changed over the years. And Mm -hmm. I think that you and I obviously both share like a particular situation and where we came from a different continent, like we came from the continent of Africa here. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to so I'm trying to remember and um, so first of all, I don't think I'd ever so when I was in um, Nigeria, when I lived in Nigeria, I went to like, um, 
I went to a, pri- a private school called um, Aladumo Educational Center. And <clears throat> I didn't move here until fifth grade. And um, when I was younger, I guess, like in Nigeria, I don't know that I ever really thought about my attractiveness. Mm. Right. Because, you know, in Nigeria, I think like children just kind of stayed in children's place. If like, if you know what I'm saying, like it was just right. We just there was no, you know, I wasn't trying to get into anyone's makeup. And, you know, I don't remember my aunt um, that I grew up with, like wearing makeup like we. um, So my aunt's kids lived with us and they were like in their 20s. So they were dating and things like that. But I don't remember anyone being super into makeup or anything. But mm-hmm. when I first came to this country, like, I think that's when my complexes started, right? Mm. And yes. I mean that, like, in the sense of, like, um, I remember being in the fifth grade. Um, I wanted to be lighter, right? Mm. And I don't think I understood where that came from until I was older reflecting back on it, right? Because the lighter girls always had more attention than the darker girls, which when I was in Nigeria, I don't think I ever thought of myself as like lighter or darker. Like my mom's aunt was like lighter than me. And um, one of her daughters was like lighter. The other one was darker, but I don't think like that was even like a topic of conversation or something that stood out until I came to the fifth grade. And I remember there was this one girl who um, when I was in middle school, like all the guys liked her. And I just like could not understand because she was a terrible person. Um, <laughs> like first of all, and she wasn't cute either. Like, cause I know like everyone wants to be all like, oh, like the light skins or like have whatever. And I'm like, listen, attractiveness is attractiveness. So like, let's mm-hmm. pop. Like it has nothing to do with the color of your skin. But anyways, Amen. like, but anyways, yeah. Like, but I remember like, I wanted to be lighter or like, I remember, um, like, growing up so fast, like, I used to be in the mirror, like, stuffing, like, um, I didn't have, like, so, like, basically, like, I got boobs overnight, like, when I was, like, in the eighth grade or something. Josephine, you that... still don't have boobs. I didn't know. Oh, don't wow. lie. You know what, Sophia? Don't lie on here. Listen, I want you to know that I definitely have boobs, Sophia. Don't come from my edges, okay? We wear the same cup size. So, as far as I'm concerned... If in you your have head boobs, I have boobs whatever in, in your <laughs> head we wear the same but, website anyways um but anyways um I used to stuff my bra or like I would stuff like my pants like I wouldn't wear them out of course because my mom would like what is wrong with you but um, <laughs> <laughs> but like I remember just like I didn't feel comfortable ever mm. you know like I I felt like I was too dark I was too short, you know, um, and then when I came here, because I'd been relaxing my hair for years, it broke so badly so that I was hearing, you know, ball headed booty scratcher, you know, like all of these things. I mean, like, (laughs) that's so traumatizing to a child, right? Like, I, I feel like I had a similar experience, but mine was more like, I just did not understand why everybody was saying I was different right because I grew up Mm -hmm. in Ghana Mm -hmm. and over there I didn't look any more different than anyone right so I was Mm -hmm. unaware that I was the minority or that there was something different about me Mm -hmm. I wasn't aware of that till like you're saying I came to the United States and middle school 
Mm-hmm. I don't wish middle school on anyone. Oh, girl, I work at a middle <laughs> school right now. And when I tell you that I'd be looking at these babies and I'm like, when they're in the eighth grade, I'm like, like, well, actually, I have this one kid that I work with. And I literally said to him the other day, I said, you're halfway through the sixth grade. That means that you have survived. Half yeah, of the for real. Because you, you could not pay me it gets to go better back. you could not pay me to go back please tell them it gets better because <laughs> i didn't know when middle school would end and girl there were moments yeah. where i would ask the lord like why just why yes yes but anyways we digress go on with what you're saying <laughs> uh yeah so i was just saying i just middle school just made me so aware of how different I was and of mm-hmm. course kids will point out the different mm-hmm. things like mm-hmm. oh uh, is that how they dress in your country or you know just asking Stupid questions stuff. that I didn't yeah you know, like, <laughs> I didn't know if it was ignorance or curiosity but it I had never been more aware of how different I was uh-huh. Then middle school and then in college, once again, um, when I was oh, in Provo mm-hmm. is when I realized how different I was. So, okay. When I remember when, um, and I would say that like, really like my journey of, you know, like when I was in um, high school, of course, I started feeling like more confident in myself. And one person I would definitely give kudos to, my mom does not play those games with like low self-esteem or mm-hmm. that kind of situation. Girl, what African and- mother? does girl say it and say it and say it again because like my mom was always I was raised by a strong black woman who felt Mm. very confident in her features and how she looked and I feel like my mom instilled that in me you know like she Mm. was very like intentional about being like my mom like I remember um which like and I think I have confidence in things that I probably shouldn't like, I remember we, like, we used to sing in the car, and my brother, Jeff, one time was like, shut up, Justine, you can't sing. And my mom was like, leave her alone, let her sing. And I was like, girl, oh. listen, <laughs> that was probably when she should have said something, because I heard you sing, girl. You know what, Sophia? You know what? You can take I'm that just saying, else. maybe your mom <laughs> but... should have said something back then. But so I remember when we when I first went to Provo, this was in 2009. I used to get told all the time, oh my goodness, you're so pretty. You're so pretty. And girl, I was feeling myself until I realized, like, wait, they only think I'm pretty because I'm different, right? Mm-hmm. Like to them, it's exotic. Right. Mm-hmm. But also I'm interchangeable with like any other black person out here. Any other black person, yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden that makes me start questioning, like, well, am I really pretty? Mm-hmm. Like, is it like you yeah. know, which is why to me, like, I don't care what anyone says, like only a black person could tell like there's a difference between a black person telling me that I look good. Mm-hmm. Well, and a white person tell me that I look good but first of all I mean it's a different style right because obviously like yeah when a black girl tells you you look good like they don't say like, girl, you look good it's like girl you did that today you okay. did that <laughs> they like black women hype black women so yes. much I love yes. that that yes. is something that I absolutely enjoy yeah I mean like sometimes I get dressed and I'm not feeling myself but 
I either call you or like I one of my coworkers who's black mm-hmm. will say something and I'm like, yes. Yes, girl. It's like yes. my day begins when I get that hype, <laughs> you know? Well, but also like in the same breath too, they're also the ones that will um, um let's snatch you know. them edges. Yes, yes. that is yes. true. Yeah, that is true. You right. You right. I still remember that one lady when I worked down in Miami who, okay, so like when I lived in Utah, I would wear my braids and my hair, my twists, my hair for four months at a time because Way too I wasn't long. going home. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much, Sophia. Because I wasn't <laughs> going home usually until like Christmas break or, you know, um, summer break or something. But when I went to when I moved back to Miami and I was living with my parents after I graduated, I worked with this older black lady and <laughs> Sophie, I've already told you this story. Mm-hmm. So I had worn my twist. And I think even at that time, like I just, I just had my twist in for like maybe like a month and a half, but like curse the natural hair that I have that immediately grows out. This lady came up to me and said, you know, I wasn't going to say anything, but it's time. what she said to me and um and like and I said it's time and she goes you've had those in for too long is what she said oh yes and when I tell you that 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 same night I took out my hair the humility (laughs) that black women bring from a profound statement because she didn't even have to say too much yes Yes, yes. She and the thing is, though, like, is even if, you know, like, that kind of had me feeling not some type of way, but like, you know, like, it was kind of like shock because, you know, I'm so used to being <clears throat> there and the white girls that I interacted with in Utah being like, no, your hair looks fine. I still appreciated her looking out for me because she realized, like, I was not doing justice to myself. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. The way in which she approached it, it wasn't like she was like, girl, um, I don't know what you think you're doing right now, but I'm gonna need you to get it together. No, she just said, <laughs> she just said, it's time. Like, you know, girl, like she's like, I was trying to hold back to give you a chance, but howsoever. <laughs> and you know what, like for black women and maybe for women in general, actually, so much of how we feel beautiful has to do with our hair. Yeah. I realized that like yes. when I'm like feeling my best, girl, my hair's did, I could look toe up, you know, from the neck down. <laughs> if my mm-hmm. hair is looking good, I feel like a boost of confidence, you know, and I think that's part of like this whole beauty standard these days, especially. I think there's been this and I appreciate it, actually. There's been this revolution about hair, right? Especially for Black women, mm-hmm. we've transitioned from all of us are like, getting perms to we're returning back to what makes us unique, what makes us Black women. We're letting our natural hair grow. And there's a booming business out there for natural hair products. And like Black women are actually owning companies that are producing natural hair products so I'm Mm -hmm. loving this period of time where we're owning our blackness and you know Mm -hmm. returning back to those beautiful froze that we were once afraid of you know what I mean 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Girl, I'm still afraid of the fro because, girl, <laughs> you know how my hair Ugh. is. My shrinkage is a whole different thing. <laughs> like, no, because if you saw my hair after it dried, like after it was wet and it dried, you would think that I just cut my hair when, girl, you you know that it's almost been a year now since I cut mm-hmm. my hair. Yes. Because I cut my hair like May of last yes. year, girl. It's almost May of this year. And yet when you see it, people are like, girl, anyways. Um, so let's um, talk about like public perception of what, like what the public perception is of beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, okay. So I have two lines of thoughts on this. First is... Mm-hmm the male perspective right because mm. I have a lot of guy friends and I like to ask their opinions on some of these things so one of the things that like a lot of guys say is social media especially has become about like thirst traps recently like uh, would you like to define what a thirst <laughs> trap is <laughs> Child, listen, you better hit that urban dictionary. <laughs> Girl, I'm about to hit it up right now. Urban dictionary. Um, so like a thirst trap is when an attractive young lady, or we hope they're attractive, posts a picture, like a suggestive picture, right? Where she's showing a little bit of skin or like, you know, in a suggestive pose. Maybe she's like on her twerk game, you know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. you know, trying to catch some attention, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so like a lot of my guy friends feel like that's the culture now is like thirst traps. Um, and some of them don't mind. Girl. <laughs> A lot of them don't mind. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't think any of them mind, actually. I think some of them were just trying to stay yeah, okay. faced. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. I, okay. I don't think any of them mind. I think they were just trying to stay faced. But one of them mm-hmm. said something very interesting. Um, he said, yeah, all these thirst traps, like, are men supposed to emulate the same thing? And I'd never even considered the male perspective that they also have the same struggles in terms of beauty standards, right? There's also the perfect male body that they're trying to emulate. And there's the, I don't know, the Idris Albas so of the I world, what right? You're... That they also okay, have to so here... <laughs> So here's the thing is, actually, I think it's, it's a different standard, right? So I think that there is the Idris Elba's of the world and um, uh, Michael B. Jordan mm. body type, not height wise, because I don't think Michael B. Jordan's that tall. But anyways, um, so there is that. However, I don't know that it is actually a standard because there are not that many men who are trying to emulate it. I feel like I, while I women, disagree. We, I think well, there hold, are hold men on, out there on. that are fighting for that body type. Well, I think there are, but I think that you're more likely to, like, I think when it comes to, like, attractiveness level, Mm -hmm. I think that a man who is not at his best, like, who's not emulating that, can still pull a woman who's, like, way above 
like his level girl that's because women are kinder about that stuff and men are not I feel like women are more forgiving I just don't think guys but yeah well like I hear that like in that like from that version but like I also just think that like guys in general don't necessarily care okay so the reason why I think this is like okay there's this one guy that I worked with when I was in Utah which like Let's not even get started about like my eyes are up here <laughs> having to do with this guy married and whatnot kind of situation. And he would always talk about like how his um his wife was on some diet because like, you know, like for some women after they get married, they gain weight. Well, both people gain mm-hmm. weight and whatnot kind of situation. And anyways, the guy like he was <laughs> like he had a stomach like he was like, you know, mm-hmm. heavy set. And he was just like, oh, he's like, well, the goal that he's reached is he's just going to maintain his weight. Like, he wasn't interested in losing weight. <laughs> but he was expecting <laughs> his wife to lose weight. Yeah, you know, or like another friend of mine who like um, her husband's way more heavy um, than she is. And she's constantly like, you know, I'm trying to like, like, you know, stay ideal and whatnot kind of situation. So I feel like, yeah, like, you know, there is that standard for guys to emulate, but I also think that it's, they can opt in or out of it, right? Without as many consequences Mm. as women get if we like opt out of it. Because like, look at these like women that we talked about, like in the shaking my head, like segment, it's like they were just sitting there. Like, and sometimes like good enough is not good enough. Like Tiana Taylor is like, do you remember that video she did with Kanye where she was moving bones that we did not know existed in certain parts of the body? And yet, like, that's not good enough, right? It's still kind of like a, oh, she looks like a Rottweiler. And I'm like, bruh. I still think that for guys, um, maybe in the past, it wasn't as prevalent for guys to also have that much pressure. But I think with the advent of social media and you know just millennials in general um (laughs) yes us Us, yes us us. (laughs) since we were born the world (laughs) has changed and I think guys have just as much pressure to look a certain Uh way I mean I have not seen this many shirtless guys on social media before and I haven't seen this like push for girl, there are men wearing weaves now to oh, get things. Yes. Like that's yes. how crazy things are yes. getting. People are wearing yes. weaves, not just on their heads, but beards. People are getting beards glued on so they can have the perfect you, beard. But, you know what I mean? But see, girl, I think that whoever you are. You need to see your man without a beard. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Because listen, beard beards are like sunglasses. <clears throat> they will boost you. And then girl, when they take off the sunglasses and you do a double take, it's not the same person. Like look at Drake. Mm. Drake with a beard versus Drake without a girl, beard. Yeah, you're right. Listen. That's exactly mm. what I'm saying, right? Like there is that. I feel like guys also have the same pressure. And so I appreciated, you know, my friend's input on that because yeah, are men also supposed to emulate that thirst trap culture? Are they supposed to be showing skin and their bodies, which I don't know. It's not the same. Right. But 
I believe in equality. Oh, so great. if we gotta do it to trap the thirst, <laughs> then y'all should have to do it to trap the thirst. Yeah. I mean, like there's <laughs> so there's that version. And then there's the other thought of like the difference between reality and perception for mm-hmm. us as like, you know, regular people and then like what celebrities and the media and you know life in general portrays Mm -hmm. as beauty like Mm -hmm. we're having to fight that um so i'm uh so i was thinking also well like seeing on the social media thing what's the difference between like expectations and reality who girl hmm. <laughs> so so like I feel like we can't talk about beauty standards without bringing um the the Kardashians mm. into the conversation oh, because... yeah they definitely <laughs> they definitely changed the game that's for sure <laughs> the thing okay so the thing that kind of um I guess like kind of drives me nuts with like is that beauty is um transitional like I don't know like it's constantly like transitioning and changing what it is right I don't know if you ever saw but there was a video that was going around Facebook or Instagram that was talking about beauty over the eight over the um the years Mm -hmm. and it started like way back in the day right where you know like even people like Betty Boop were like full figured and then Mm. it went like thinner and thinner Mm -hmm. and then now we're finding ourselves like it's that full circle thing right where it's which I'm like the thing is you know I guess like are we going to be so obsessed with whatever the current trend is realizing that it's going to change pretty soon but like because like the Kardashians like have like cut out cut up their bodies to fit this ideal image right like the, right. the the small waistline the big behind the big boobs and just girl i don't know <laughs> and then the other thing too is because there's this perception that like women need to fit a certain mold that has started mm-hmm. to transition into um, a whole business, right? Where mm-hmm. there are mm-hmm. all these like, get this body shaper or drink this tea or take this Ooh, pill. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? There's like all mm-hmm. these things that are we're bombarded with, with the expectation that if we do these things, we too can be like a Kardashian. You know, when the reality mm-hmm. is, is... Kim, she has a full service chef in her house. She has mm-hmm, a trainer. Mm-hmm. She, Even Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Beyonce. She can yeah. afford mm-hmm. to do nip and tuck if things are not working. And so I think mm-hmm. there's so much pressure on us. And our reality is not the same as their reality. It's it's not like, okay, so um K Michelle was on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, I think 
this past season and the season prior Mm -hmm. and in it she talks about her journey because you know she'd had the surgery to make her behind bigger and I don't know if like maybe she went to a warehouse versus like an actual doctor um, doctor or whatever (laughs) like it's Um, because I think even the Kardashians have talked about how they like change it out like yeah you know like like in a timely fashion but anyways it popped and the health impact that she had Mm. was like why would you like I don't know like I could not risk it like I like I wouldn't but I also don't have the money for that to even be a question Mm -hmm. in the first place so maybe that's why I'm saying I wouldn't but just the the amount of and that like NC Sophia that's why I'm saying that like I think it's different for guys than women Mm -hmm. because I'm sure that there are guys who have um, plastic surgery, Mm -hmm. but like, let's not like, but I think we also need to like realize that when it comes to beauty standards, the marketing is tends to be, it's definitely geared towards towards women. women. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like there are women who are going under the knife just to look like, so (laughs) when I worked down in Miami, I worked at a mental health hospital and this one young woman came in, I think like at the time she was like older than me or whatnot. And she looked at me one day, like she was sizing me up. Yes. Mental hospital. So whatever. Anyways. And she looked at me one day and she said to me, girl, she's like, if you want to get a man, she's like, I'll send you to the warehouse that I went to to get my butt done oh lord you'll be able to cat yeah yes yes I had quite a few experiences of people commenting on my body at that (laughs) at that mental health Mm -hmm. hospital but anyways my whole thing being is just like you know as much as you know she probably wasn't in the proper headspace Mm -hmm. her way of trying to help me catch a man because as a woman that's my goal your whole entire existence Um, yeah exactly was for her to send me to some warehouse in Hialeah probably (laughs) um (laughs) to get my behind Uh, you know it's interesting I would love to invite a guy into this conversation so maybe next time we should like include Mm -hmm. a couple guys because I'd love to hear what you know their thoughts are on what the beauty industry is doing for them personally Mm -hmm. and like their perception of the beauty standards that women have yes yeah I think like that would be really great but um so I think for us to like come to an end today I think we should stay when we feel our most beautiful um girl you go first because I have to take a minute think about it (laughs) Okay, so I feel most beautiful when I have my natural hair and it's cooperating with me, Mm. keyword, cooperating, (laughs) because um, there are certain days where I have my natural hair out and I've had it pulled out and, you know, it just looks healthy, it's glistening and, you know, my skin looks good. Like I don't necessarily have on like full-on makeup but maybe I have some like maybe just like some foundation to cover my blemishes and I shade it in my eyebrows mm-hmm. and you know like I just look like good and happy like I think one time Rob and I went to the beach where like because we all know like I have like weird fashion sense like sometimes I look really really good and then other times I feel like people wonder what I'm doing exactly um But there was one day where I felt like I looked very retro, like very 70s. And I had on this beautiful yellow 
um shirt which we know nothing like black and yellow Mm, yeah and so like and I went to the beach and like my hair was just like crazy and out and I had like my makeup done um and I had on these like funky glasses and I just felt so beautiful Mm. because like it was just it was life yeah (laughs) it was I Uh do recall you did look good I will give you that (laughs) Uh, thank you thank you very much (laughs) oh I think I feel the most beautiful when I'm comfortable um Mm -hmm. I love just being in like shorts and a t-shirt and no shoes leg legs yeah you know I I love (laughs) I love being comfortable so that's when I feel the most beautiful because it's also when I feel the most confident but like in terms of when I'm dressing up like if I'm going out and I want Mm -hmm. like to invoke that confidence I also do love it when my natural hair is cooperating with me and I will say Mm -hmm. I am blessed to have natural hair that cooperates about 60% of the time Um, yeah girl I know So yeah, I, okay. I I agree. Like when my natural hair is popping and I actually feel the most beautiful when like I feel like my face is working as well. And so not necessarily that I have makeup, but mm-hmm. I just feel good about my face mm-hmm. and my hair. Like I said, like if my mm-hmm. hair is looking good, then girl everything else is, is looking good in my head I should girl, say say it and say it again yes well anyways this was a wonderful conversation and um now I'll just take us into our mindful minute um so Sophia I mean we already had this conversation prior um so last night I could not sleep for whatever reason I think I maybe got like three hours of sleep and I was talking to Sophia earlier and I hadn't even said it, but you could hear the difference in my voice, right? Like I did not sound like myself. I was super tired, super cranky. And um, I'm not usually big into naps, but like I actually ended up taking a nap. Anyways, this is to just say the importance of um, sleeping. Yes. Right. So I think that when it comes to health, like the three things that we definitely need to hit, sleep, Okay. Mm-hmm. Exercise. Mm-hmm. All right. Nutrition. Mm. But the thing is that if you're lacking in one area, those two other two things are not going to make up for it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what yes. I mean? So yes. like we need to be hitting all of those, but most importantly, like that sleep. And I know that some people like survive on less sleep and whatnot kind of situation. And I guess like you can gauge what's enough sleep for you. But I know that for me, if if I'm not getting, um, if I'm not getting um, enough sleep, if I'm not getting enough sleep, I know that it like it impacts everything for me. Um, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I'm slower to react. I'm slower to process things. Like I just, I don't like I don't know. So like people sleep, sleep. Y'all. Make sure y'all resting, getting sleep, get good quality sleep. Yeah. yes for sure um thanks for listening to us remember to contact us at shading the culture at gmail.com and that's shading d-a culture 
at gmail.com. Yes. And also make sure you're following us on social media. We're at Shading the Culture on Facebook and Instagram. Make sure to check out our posts, subscribe, and like to our page, y'all. We'll see you next time. Okay.